found herself in one of the biggest celebrity headlines of 2023. But long before her divorce from Dalton Gomez, pop star Ariana Grande had an extremely colourful life with twists and turns we can't quite comprehend. Welcome to Scandal from Shameless Podcast, the stories of the biggest celebrity controversies revisited. Hey. Hi. We are here for part one of our three-part series on Ariana Grande. Very timely of us. (laughs) Super timely. This has been on the list for a long time. And, you know, when we started talking a lot about Ariana Grande in the news cycle, we thought maybe it's time to dive into this. Yeah, I think it's actually the perfect timing for us to revisit Ariana's life. She of course, has the child star stuff. She also has a lot of relationship stuff that we need to wade through. And then, of course, she's one of the biggest pop stars of our generation. I haven't even touched on the many various tragedies that have come along with her life as well, Zara. We don't even want to spend much time on this intro because there is so much for us to dive into. Yeah, we've got three episodes, like I said, from the top. They are Full to the brim. Chock-a-block. These episodes. So we're going to dive right in. Let's rewind all the way back to 1993. All right. So Ariana Grande was born on June 26, 1993. Her full name is actually Ariana Grande Batera. She was born in Florida to parents Edward Batera and Joan Grande. Yeah, now when Ariana was around nine years old, her parents separated and she spoke about this years later saying, that's one of the hardest things to deal with. As a kid, it is so confusing. It takes a while to find a healthy relationship. Now, we don't know what caused the marriage breakdown, but according to some of Ariana's own lyrics, Mm. it was a pretty nasty one. I mean, even now, she said she has a pretty fractured relationship with her father. She spoke to Seventeen magazine as an adult and sort of cryptically pointed to her dad's behavior, but certainly kept the details private. This is what she said. It took me so long to be okay with it. The thing that got me there was embracing the fact that I am made up of half my dad and a lot of my traits come from him. So much of me comes from my father and for so long I didn't like that about myself. I had to accept that it's okay not to get along with somebody and still love them. I mean, it really reminds me of her lyrics from Thank You Next. Do you know the one I'm talking about? I wish I did. I don't. It's it's this one. One day I'll walk down the aisle holding hands with my mama. I'll be thanking my dad because she grew from the drama. Oh, my God, of course. Yeah. This has been a little seed in my head for a long time when it comes to Ariana's dad and that relationship. She does have lots of lyrics about it. I would love to know. I mean, we can probably figure out what it might be when it comes to their relationship. But she definitely has put this on the public agenda a few times quite cryptically. No doubt about it. By Ariana's own admission, she was quite an unusual child. Yes. She spoke to Billboard about this. She said, I was dark and deranged. I always wanted to have skeleton face paint on or be wearing a Freddy Krueger mask and I would carry a hockey stick around. <laughs> I was like a mini Helena Bonham Carter. For my fifth birthday party, we had a Jaws theme and all my friends left crying. I mean, <laughs> I still am that way. But when I was little, it was more concerning. There was a stage when I was three or four where my mum thought I might grow up to be a serial killer. It's not quite 
incongruous with the Ariana we see today, which is kind of like fairy flossy. I mean, her whole perfume line is like clouds and fairy floss and rainbows. And that really high ponytail that's yeah, like childlike. Quite, yes, completely. What was clear, though, is that Ariana had a clear affinity for music and performing from a really young age. She told Complex, Growing up, I was listening to Whitney Houston all the time, the Bodyguard soundtrack, a lot of Judy Garland and oldies and divas. I've always loved music. I was just always writing, growing up and making cute songs with Garage Band and music was always such a massive part of my life. It's my passion. Yeah. As a child, she participated in community theatre productions around Florida, which actually led to her landing a role in the show 13 on Broadway. She was just 15 years old when she made her Broadway debut. She also credits 13 for expanding her vocal range. She said, we were belting our brains out. And in the beginning, it was super challenging. But then when I was taking care of my voice and I was breathing and I was singing properly, my range expanded so much. And if there's one thing we know about Ariana Grande, it's that she has quite the vocal range. She can hit, I, this will make me sound so dumb when it comes to music, she can hit that note that not many people can hit. Just <laughs> A really high note. I don't know what the note is, but she can. <laughs> I thought she could just hit all of the notes. Now, after her run on Broadway, Ariana actually travelled to LA where she auditioned for a new kids show on Nickelodeon called Victorious. She was successful, of course, in that. She booked the role of Cat Valentine on the show. It was 2009 and she was just 16 years old. Yeah, so she's already killing it. Victorious centred around the lead character, Tori, and her friends as they attended a performing arts school. It was essentially Nickelodeon's answer to the Disney Channel's Hannah Montana and Camp Rock franchises. Did you watch it? I didn't. I was not a Nickelodeon kid. I've seen lots of clips on TikTok, actually. I feel like it's really had a resurgence. Did you watch it? No, I have watched clips since for research mm. for this, but I had never actually heard of it Yeah, from right. back in the day. Yeah. Now, funnily enough, it seemed as though Victorious was supposed to be a vehicle for Victoria Justice, the actress playing Victoria, mm. to have a music career outside of the show. And Ariana was cast as a supporting character. She was cast as one of Victoria's Victoria's friends at a performing art school and the show was actually co-produced with Sony Music Entertainment. So they sort of, like a lot of kids shows I guess, the highs above had their plans. It was like an industry plant. Yeah, little did they know that the one they should have been back <laughs> The wrong plant. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Ariana described her character Kat for just Jared at the time. She's the eccentric, nutty friend of Tori's. You fall in love with her because she's so blinded by her own happiness. She's so in her own world, but if something happens that upsets her, she'll switch at the drop of a hat. I love playing her. People loved watching her as well. In fact, people loved watching this show, Victorious, premiered on March 2010 to an audience of 5.7 million American viewers. The popularity of the show propelled Ariana into that very niche kind of fame where Nickelodeon kids, not all kids, just the kids who watch Nickelodeon, love you, would go to war for you, but then everyone else has no idea who you are. <laughs> completely, completely. Ariana, however, was actually more interested in making music than she was acting. So after the first season of Victorious actually wrapped, it was about August 2010, she actually began spending time in the studio to work on her debut album. Now, at this time, a friend of Republic Records CEO, Monty Lipman, actually sent him 
some links to YouTube videos mm. that Ariana had been uploading, such was 2010. <laughs> and by August 2011, when she was 18, she was then signed to Republic Records. Yeah, in the press release announcing that signing, Republic made note of Ariana's quickly growing fame. We're going to read you a passage from this press release. It read, cumulatively, she has over 10 million views on YouTube, clinching the number one video position over 10 times. She's mentioned at least 10,000 times daily, and she's had over 2 million retweets in a mere six months. Grande has utilized the elements of social media to showcase her talent and spirit, and she's got a diehard fan base supporting her. It's all because she possesses undeniable star power. She's about to become a major pop phenomenon once her first single hits. Yes, they weren't wrong about her becoming a major pop phenomenon, though it didn't happen straight away Mm. when her first single hit. So what was that first single? Well, in December 2011, just a few months after she signed to Republic, Ariana Grande released a song called Put Your Hearts Up. Never heard of it. (laughs) No. (laughs) It was very much like a bubblegum pop track about her making the world a better place. And it was very clearly aimed at the teenagers who loved Ariana for her character Cat in yeah. Victorious. Like there was quite a lot of synergy between <laughs> this stuff. She has made it clear in the years since though that she's not the biggest fan of her first ever single. She spoke to Rolling Stone a few years later and said it was geared towards kids and felt so inauthentic and fake. That was the worst moment of my life. For the video, they gave me a bad spray tan and put me in a princess dress and made me frolic around the street. The whole thing was straight out of hell. I still have nightmares (laughs) about it and I made them hide it on my Vivo page. I mean, quite relatable to have a part of your career. You're like, absolutely (laughs) approved to wipe from the internet. Like, not good for brand. No, no, get it out of there. Despite her misgivings, Put Your Hands Up was certified gold in 2014. Which is to say, it still sold pretty well. But it was the last time we ever heard Ariana take on bubblegum pop, that (laughs) is for sure. And as you said, Mish, I think these days most people wouldn't even know that that was her first single. I feel like, I mean, it was certified gold, but I feel like that just goes to say she reached her existing fan base. This song was not good enough to reach anyone beyond that. Yeah, I think that's really fair. In August 2012, it was revealed that Victorious would be cancelled after its third season went to air. But Nickelodeon had obviously recognised Ariana's star power both on the screen and away from it. So shortly after the show was cancelled, the company announced that Ariana would star in the crossover spin-off show Sam and Cat alongside Jeanette McCurdy from iCarly. I tell you what, I was looking forward to getting to this point in our research because you and I are big fans of Jeanette McCurdy's memoir, I'm Glad My Mum Died. And I've read a lot about this show from Mm. the perspective of Jeanette McCurdy, but to dive back into this story just from the perspective of hopefully an objective newsreader. Yeah. I was, I'm fascinated. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Because I actually remember when I was, we were both reading this at similar times, we were texting exclusively about the Ariana Grande chapters. Exactly. So the idea behind Sam and Kat, for a bit of context, was that Ariana's character Kat, of course, from Victorious, and Jeanette's character Sam Puckett from iCarly had met, become best friends, and started their own babysitting business in LA. Mm. Bit of Babysitters Club about it. Yeah, there really is. Production began in Jan 2013, and Nickelodeon originally ordered 20 episodes of the first season but initial ratings were so high we're talking over 4 million viewers for the premiere that they immediately doubled their order for season one 
to 40 episodes. Yeah, insane. Unfortunately, though, there would never be 40 episodes of Sam and Kat. Mm. Before we get there, though, and explain (laughs) why they never got to 40 episodes, we actually have to stick to the timeline and talk to you about what Ariana's love life looked like at this point. Yes. This is another part I was very excited about because from roughly mid-2012, Ariana Grande was in a relationship with Jay Brooks, a member of the Janoskians, which was an Australian YouTube comedy group, Zara McDonald. Yes. What does Janoskian stand for? Do you mean vibe or the word? <laughs> what does it mean? This is the funniest thing. I loved the Janoskians at the time. I had no idea that the name Janoskians was like an acronym. Can you can you give me a guess? An acronym. <laughs> is it their like is it something to do with their names? There so it stands for just another name of silly kids in another nation. Janoskian. <laughs> What do they mean in another nation? I I think a lot of their stuff, to be honest, these guys really took off because they were young, they were funny, they were cute, they were Aussie. And I think Americans went hard for this. Yeah, that's so true. And like one of the key players in the (laughs) Janoskian world was Jay, of course. He was a fan favourite. He was very... Teenagery, very Australian. Very Aussie. Yep. Yeah, and it turns out one viewer who took a liking to him <laughs> was none other than Ariana Grande. Now, somehow the two got chatting online and dated long distance before meeting in person in December 2012. Now, <laughs> you used to watch some of their videos <laughs> together. all of it. I was obsessed with the Janoskians. And did you remember Ariana ever being in Jay's videos? This is a crazy thing. My first introduction to Ariana Grande was as a Janoskian girlfriend. As Jay's girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched all of their YouTube videos together. They did like, boyfriend does my makeup tag and I do my boyfriend's makeup tag. Like I loved them as a couple. And they were cute. They were so cute and so likable. And uh, we need to keep in mind, Ariana was big, but she was not like worldwide big yet. This was actually great for both of their brands because the Janoskians were very social media famous and Ariana was too. It, I really shipped these two very hard. In August 2013, though, things unraveled and it ruined my tiny little brain. (laughs) Well, and boy, did they unravel. So in August 2013, Ariana collaborated with a guy named Nathan Sykes from the British-Irish boy band The Wanted, and they collabed on a song called Almost Is Never Enough. (laughs) They seemed to get along quite well. Very well. And they told people about it. (laughs) Now, in early September 2013, Nathan gushed about Ariana to MTV UK. He said, She is a really lovely girl. She's so talented, and her career is about to explode on the biggest level. She is so grounded and such a nice person. Around this time, Ariana told Access Hollywood, Nathan is the sweetest. He is amazing. I have to say, he's one of the most talented vocalists I've ever heard in my life. I'm I'm 29. If my boyfriend was giving sorry, my fiance was going to the press saying, like, she's honestly like the most amazing lawyer I'll ever yeah. meet in my life. I'd be like, hey, fuck off. It, yeah, I would be concerned if someone was talking about my partner and just saying how sweet and amazing yeah. and talented <laughs> like, no. they are. I'd be like, who are you? Sure enough, later that month, Ariana and Nathan confirmed that they were in a relationship via Twitter. They had actually been spotted holding hands at Disneyland a couple of days before. So the relationship announcement was very much forced by them being spotted together. 
Correct. Ariana wrote on Twitter, we hesitated saying anything as people can be a bit insensitive, but thank you. We value all your happiness. Thank you for valuing ours. Now you might be thinking, but what about Jay? He didn't even tell us they broke up. Wasn't Ari dating him? Well, according to Jay, yes. And he had quite a bit to say about this. Yeah, this is the best thing ever. So he wrote a statement on Twitter and it was long and therefore we're only going to read you parts, but the parts are juicy. It went as follows. Yes, I was cheated on. <laughs> yes, Don't bury the lead, Jay. <laughs> yes, it does suck. Yes, I was left for another man. And this happens every day to so many people of every <laughs> age, gender and race. <laughs> Sorry. He's uniting the world. I happen to be one of those people and I'm in a situation where I'm constantly reminded of it every day. Nathan may be a top bloke or a sweet person, but what he did was just completely wrong. (laughs) He interfered with my life and did not respect my relationship. Nathan, if you read this, when you hold her hand, you better hold it tight because you are holding my world. Today was supposed to be our one year anniversary, but instead I'm writing this. (laughs) That is one of my favourite things. Sorry, Jay, if you're listening. I'm, I think he would also oh, I laugh think he would this. have a giggle too. <laughs> Instead, I'm writing this. What a beautiful statement. Ariana indirectly responded to the accusations, tweeting, woke up this morning in complete and utter shock. I guess I shouldn't be so surprised. You said to me if I didn't come back to you, you'd make me look bad to the entire world. I'm no longer afraid of you or your lies anymore. I'm going to be the lady my mother raised and carry myself with class and dignity, but I will never be any man's press opportunity. I love that line. Ah, wow. She went on. Girls, and then in capital letters, respect yourselves. Keep your head held high and speak only kind words. Know your truth. No one can ever take it away from you. It's okay to defend yourself. My fans know what kind of person I am. Never let any man discredit you or the value values you were raised with. I am finally happy. (laughs) Words can't hurt me anymore. The funniest thing about all of this is reading Ariana's statement. I'm ready to like, I don't know, have a battle on or something and wave it in the air. Like she's got me. I'm motivated. Do I think she may have cheated on a Janoskian with Nathan Sykes? Yeah, maybe the timelines. Yeah, the timelines are short. (laughs) Let's say that. Unfortunately, Ariana and Nathan's relationship was short-lived. By December 2013, the couple had broken up. According to Us Weekly, the 20-year-olds never really saw each other, which led to the relationship ending. Now we promised you we'd come back to Sam and Cat, and we're ready to do that. But first, sorry, I feel feel like an I feel like a TV show host. A word from today's sponsor. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Zara, you said it before the break. It's time to dive into the salmon cat success as well as the salmon cat controversy. As all of this was happening in Ariana's love life, Sam and Kat was happening too. We're going to deviate a little bit from the timeline here because we're going to talk about Sam and Kat, we're going to talk about its decline, and then we'll come back to the years that we're covering. So by March 2014, Sam and Kat had been renewed for a second season even before they had finished filming the original 40-episode order for season one. But Zara, 
things were not going so well behind the scenes. Yeah, first of all, Sam and Kat was actually not supposed to be like this co-star venture between Mm. Ariana Grande and Jeanette McCurdy. Jeanette wasn't super happy about it when it became one. This is how she spoke of this time in her memoir that we mentioned before, I'm Glad My Mum Died. When I initially got a development deal with Nickelodeon for my own show a few years ago, I thought it was going to be just that, my own show. This was supposed to be just Puckett, the harrowing tale of a brassy juvenile delinquent turned school counsellor. Now it's some half-baked two-hander, Sam and Cat, about a brassy juvenile delinquent who, with her bitsy best friend, starts a babysitting company. That is not harrowing. Yes. To be fair... It's not entirely surprising that there were tensions between Jeanette and Ariana from the get-go. Like, first of all, you've got Jeanette who's being told, here's a whole pie. And then after signing the contract, it sounds like being told, actually, it's a half pie and Ariana Grande has the second half. There's also other things at play, though. Here's another passage from Jeanette's book that really caught our attention. I was jealous of Ariana for a few reasons. The first was that she had a much easier upbringing than I did. I grew up in Garbage Grove with a cancerous mum who constantly wept about not being able to afford rent and utility bills. Ariana grew up in Boca Raton, Florida, an incredibly wealthy, idyllic town with a healthy mum who could buy her whatever she wanted, whenever she wanted. Gucci bags, fancy vacations, Chanel outfits. I didn't even want Chanel outfits. I don't like the way the fabric looks, and yet I'm jealous that she had them. Yeah, she went on. Ariana was at that stage in her career where she was popping up on every 30 under 30 list that exists. And I was at the stage in my career where my team was excited that I was the new face of Rebecca Bonbon, a tween clothing line featuring a cat with her tongue sticking out, (laughs) sold exclusively at Walmart. And I would frequently make the mistake of comparing my career to Ariana's. I couldn't help it. I was constantly in the same environment as her and she didn't exactly try to hide her successes. Mm, Rumours of a feud between Ariana and Jeanette started publicly circulating in early 2014. And they really kicked off Zara because Jeanette chose not to attend the Kids' Choice Awards where Sam and Kat was nominated. Ariana did attend that awards show and at the awards show picked up the awards for favourite TV show, which of course they would have both wanted to be there. But she also won favourite TV actress. Yeah, and knowing how Jeanette was feeling at this time, you can imagine how that would have gone down. As per TMZ at this point. McCurdy was a no-show at the Kids' Choice Awards over the weekend and took to Twitter to air her grievances, writing, I was put in an uncomfortable, compromising, unfair situation. Many of you have guessed what it is, and I had to look out for me. I chose not to go because sticking up for what is right and what is fair is what my mum taught me is always the most important thing. Yeah. Now, this was a little confusing to Jeanette's fans because while some people were guessing that she and Ariana weren't so great, Other people were speculating that maybe she missed the award show because it came at a similar time as when she actually was the victim of a phone leak hacking scandal where some like, quote unquote, racy photos of herself were leaked on the internet. So a lot of people were saying, oh, it's the photos thing. It's the photos thing. That's what she's mad about. But she doubled down and clarified what she was really upset about. In follow-up tweets, she wrote this. My previous tweet has nothing to do with pics leaked. Oh, you guys, lol. It has to do with how Nickelodeon treated me. That's all. Thanks for the love. 
So not beating around the bush no. there. TMZ reported further. Our sources say the source of McCurdy's dissatisfaction is rooted in her paycheck. We're told the pint-sized star is pissed that Grande makes way more money than her and she's been trying to renegotiate her deal so far to no avail. In April 2014, Deadline ran a damning investigation into the show with the headline, Future of Nickelodeon series Sam and Cat in Limbo amid behind-the-scenes drama. That piece read in part, There's been talk about discord on the set, with emotions running high and McCurdy and Grande sometimes showing up late. The gruelling 40-episode shoot has been taxing on everyone. Additionally, Grande's music career has taken off big time. Both are entering adulthood and word is both feel constrained at kids-focused Nickelodeon and are ready to move on. Now, for context at this time, Ariana was 20 years old, Jeanette was 21, so you can understand why not only... Are uh, they sort of not really getting along and enjoying mm. being on the show? They're realizing that it's not worth it anyway. Like, what's Nickelodeon to them at the ages of 20 and 21? Yeah, they're feeling like less and less affinity with yeah. the brand, it sounds like. This piece also noted that Jeanette had unfollowed Ariana on social media as well. Naturally, media began to speculate what this disparity in paychecks looked like. Ariana did release a statement at the time, though, that tried to put everything to bed. She wrote, I hate addressing rumours and I hate gossip, but this is really bothering me. Jeanette and I agreed up front that we should be treated equally on this show in all regards, as we should be, considering we each work just as hard as the other on this show. The rumours circulating about our contracts and our salary not being equal are absolutely ridiculous and false. I don't know who's putting these idiotic quotes out there, but I thought I'd straighten it out and try to end this nonsense. Her statement continued, as far as the show goes, I don't know what's happening because I'm not directly involved with the problem, but I just want to address this one rumor in particular because I am not, in capital letters, making more money than my co-star, nor do I think I should be. So we can all move on and get out of our heads that this was a money thing because I don't play like that at all. I am, have always been, and always will be about equality and fairness. What an interesting statement because this is not a statement saying there is no feud here. Mm. This is a statement saying whatever you're being told the feud is about is incorrect. And whoever is giving these quotes is giving idiotic quote. It's quite and forceful. What about this line? I don't know what's happening because I'm not directly involved with the problem. Yep. Who is and what is the problem? Mm. Now, just a few months later, by July 2014, Nickelodeon announced that Sam and Cat was cancelled, shock, effective (laughs) immediately, which meant in the end only 36 episodes of the show were ever made. I mean, we know season one was going to be 40 and that season two had already been confirmed. So I imagine at a minimum they were planning on this being a 60-episode run. They only achieved just over half of that. Exactly. So that was Ariana's TV career. And that was the cancellation of Sam and Cat. But as you would have heard as we were talking about the drama in Sam and Cat, she was working really hard while all of this was happening on her music. Mm. So what we're going to do is catch you up on everything else that was happening in Ariana's life while this drama was happening as well. Yes. In March 2013, when Ariana was 19 years old, she released a song called The Way featuring up-and-coming rapper Mac Miller. Now, that song immediately shot to number one on the iTunes chart upon release, and fans and critics alike really praised the song for its early noughties R&B vibes. It was really clear that leaning into Ariana's strengths musically 
and giving her a more mature image than the one Nickelodeon wanted to give her was like wholeheartedly the right move. Yeah, it reminds me a little bit of Olivia Rodrigo. Yes. If you lean into their real talent musically, you can grow them up out of the child star. Mm. Now, Ariana and Mac also kissed in the music video for this song. They weren't together at the time. They were actually just friends. But I think that really kind of matured her image. Yeah. She said at the time to Billboard, I'm just trying to grow up and live my life and entertain people as well. I don't think there needs to be a big landmark of Ariana grew up, although I do kiss Mac Miller in my video, so that's quite a statement. In August 2013, Ariana released her debut album, Yours Truly, and it was well received with her vocals constantly being compared to Mariah Carey's. I remember this as well. I remember people saying she was the next Mariah Carey. Take this Pitchfork review, which was published upon release as an example. Ariana Grande's boundless energy means she can power through like no one else, tying hooks into knots with her voice as if it were nothing. Her four octave range is almost ludicrously powerful, and it still feels like untapped potential. Though her songs are simple, every time she runs across a repeat phrase, she'll attack it differently. And her melismatic loops and athletic scales breathe life into even the most staid of lyrics. I mean, it's pretty emphatic. Yeah. She's a good singer. She's an amazing, She's like a once-in-a-generation singer. Yeah. Completely. Now, with the release of Yours Truly, Ariana had completely solidified her status as a genuine artist and very talented vocalist and far more than just a Nickelodeon's kids actress. By April 28, 2014, she released Problem with Iggy Azalea and that track was so well received that it became the fastest selling single in digital history at the time. Mm, Things were heating up in Ariana Grande's love life again as well. A few months later in August 2014, E! News ran a report that claimed she and rapper Big Sean were an item. Here's part of the report. Ariana and Big Sean were spotted at the Grove in Los Angeles after leaving the theatre from a late showing of The Purge. An eyewitness tells E! News the duo came in about a quarter way into the movie and only about three people recognised them. The source also claims that he saw the pair kissing during the film and left before it was over. So what, they're just going into the film just to have a little make-out sesh? Yeah. Cute. The couple (laughs) didn't confirm their relationship until October 2014 when Ariana simply responded yes to a reporter from The Telegraph who asked her if, if they were together. She also added, he is one of the most amazing men in the whole world and that includes my grandfather and my brother. I think the world of him and he's an amazing person. That's kind of all there is to it. Interesting quote. It is an interesting quote. (laughs) I know she didn't mean it like this. When she says, and that includes my grandfather and my brother, it sounds like she's saying he's better than them. (laughs) I know, exactly right. Controversially, though, Ariana and Big Sean's relationship actually came on the heels of Big Sean's broken engagement with the late Glee actress Naya Rivera. Now, a representative for Sean released a statement to Us Weekly calling off their engagement in April 2014. Now, Just as a bit of a timeline check here, the first reports of Ariana and Big Sean's relationship didn't surface till August Mm. and the announcement, as I said, of this broken relationship or broken engagement, I should say, happened in April. So it got a few months separating the two. As per Us Weekly, after careful thought and much consideration, Sean has made the difficult decision to call the wedding off, his rep tells us. Interesting, by the way, I'm just going to pause there, that it's very emphatic that he's I always find that interesting. He's the one breaking up. Anyway, it went on. The recent room and accusations are simply untrue. 
Sean wishes Naya nothing but the best and it is still his hope that they can continue to work through their issues privately. We will not be commenting again on this matter. Yeah, the news piece continued. The news of their broken engagement follows a Star magazine report which claimed the rapper had cheated on Rivera, leading her to call off the engagement. Debunking these claims, an insider tells us Sean did not cheat on Naya and the allegations are 100% false and untrue. That statement or that source sounds like it's coming from <laughs> Sean's camp. Considering Sean, is that you? <laughs> yeah, exactly right. A couple of years later... Naya Rivera actually told her side of this story in her memoir, Sorry Not Sorry. Yes. In her book, Naya alleged that she actually found Ariana at Sean's house prior to the end of her engagement. This is incredibly interesting. She wrote in her memoir, We'd been fighting for five straight days while he was travelling, and then on the one day that he was back in LA, he said he didn't want to see me. Well, asshole, I've got a key to your house. I walk in, go downstairs, and guess what little girl is sitting cross-legged on the couch listening to music? It rhymes with Smariana Schmande. Yeah, she continued. I mean... <laughs> Sorry, I actually need to stop back at how you pronounce that rhyme. <laughs> it wasn't your best. I was going to move past it. You actually paused for like 0.5 of us, like a beat too yeah, long. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. She went on. I learned that I was no longer getting married from the internet and at the same time as the rest of the world. Not only were we no longer getting married, but apparently we weren't even together anymore. What do we make of this? Because Ariana, or at least her representatives, never commented on the accusations made in Naya Rivera's memoir. We don't know the facts, so we have to kind of just point to what we think. I don't know why Naya Rivera would accuse Ariana Grande of being the other woman if she wasn't. Well, the only thing I could think of is if they were making music at the time and it was like that classic meme of like you versus the girl he told you not to worry about in that maybe nothing happened, mm. but they did have a connection when they were making that music and he splits from Naya yep. in order to get with Ariana. like Very balanced and thoughtful of you. Well, Good yeah, job. I mean, but I don't know if it would hurt any less if you're Naya. Like the fact of the matter is he and met someone else when you were together. That's maybe what you she never got. Maybe she never got the answer. Yeah. So for her, it's like she's assuming the worst. Sure. Now, Ariana, Anna and Big Sean were relatively private about their relationship. They only really made the occasional public appearance as a couple. After they went public, they spent sort of New Year's in 2014, 2015 together on vacation in Lake Tahoe. However, they kind of only spent about a year together. Ariana was 22 at this time. Sean was 27, and this was kind of after a year when they hit a bit of a rocky patch. Yeah, in an exclusive for Us Weekly published in April 2015, a rep for the couple confirmed that they had split. The statement read, they both deeply care for each other and remain close friends. We kindly ask that the media respect their wish for privacy regarding this personal matter at this time. They pointed to what they normally point to, which was conflicting schedules. Yeah. Now, it was true that Ariana's schedule was jam-packed. I mean, she headed out on tour to support her second album in Feb 2015, and the tour went for 10 months. Mm. So I can understand how it is hard to keep a relationship together. Now, this tour was a testament to Ariana's popularity at this time because almost every show was completely sold out. Yes, but while she was on tour, Zara, she 
snagged on a couple of scandals. Is that a way? Is that a wording that works? She snagged on a scandal. I don't mind that. She snagged on a scandal or two along the way. I don't know if it if it technically works, but it works in works in my heart. It works better than my pronunciation of Shmariana Shmande. Yeah, exactly right. (laughs) So this brings us to one of the first major scandals (laughs) for Ariana Grande's career. Halfway through the honeymoon tour, Ariana Grande and her crew made a pit stop at Lake Elsinore in California. They sure did. And on July 7, 2015, <laughs> that visit to Lake Elsinore made headlines. <laughs> TMZ ran a piece headline, Ariana Grande tongues new BF and an innocent donut. <laughs> this piece read, Ariana Grande's new boyfriend got upstaged by her tongue, which got dangerously close to some powdered donuts, pissing off the people who busted their asses making them. Okay, first the boyfriend. By the way, this is not my tone. This is how the piece was literally written. Okay, first the boyfriend. Ricky Alvarez, he's one of Ariana's backup dancers, and you can see them engage in some serious mouth-to-mouth PDA in this security cam video, which wouldn't have come to light if not for the donut incident. So, pausing quickly on this new boyfriend, right? This was the first that the public had heard of Ariana being in a new relationship, let alone it being with one of her backup dancers. The video of Ariana in this donut shop clearly shows her kissing Ricky. Uh, They're quite sexy. Quite intimately. Like She's looking at him like he's a donut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's sort of the kind of kissing you'd expect behind closed doors. It's actually, um, when I watch this, it's the kind of kissing you see in... What was that almost porn-like movie? Like 365 Days. Do you remember that on I Netflix? Seen that. Yeah, very, very sexy. It was like a come get me kiss. Yeah, a little bit. That's what this one looked like <laughs> anyway. Now, the TMZ story went on because it wasn't the kissing that got people upset. Sources inside Wolfie Donuts in Lake Elsinore, California, tell us the couple came in on Sunday and decided to play truth or dare with the goods daring each other to lick powdered jelly donuts on the counter. <laughs> Hard to tell if their tongues actually make contact, but our sources in the shop say it was definitely too close for their liking, especially since Ariana pulled the stunt when no one was looking and they would have tossed the contaminated donuts <laughs> if they knew. Then again, plenty of people might play extra for a grande lick pastry. It is interesting that the most controversial part of this donut licking video that TMZ honed in on was the donut licking itself. Because TMZ kind of put this out. It was like, how dare she lick these donuts? Kind of like quite arrogant of her. But when they published the footage, the vast majority of people went right past the donut licking stuff and went to something included at the very end of this footage. And that was Ariana Grande saying, I hate Americans. I hate America. After one of the bakers puts a fresh tray of donuts on the counter. Yeah. So, <laughs> just a bit going on. Um, <laughs> she shouldn't have licked the donut. <laughs> what do we care more about? I don't Like, I'm not surprised that Americans, as patriotic as they can be, were really upset about the I hate Americans, I hate America. But a young, famous, rich person licking donuts that are going to be sold to other people is like the height of arrogance to me. Yeah, absolutely. The Daily Mail ran a story. I mean, this went viral. This was everywhere. <laughs> this is massive. The Daily Mail's headline read, no sugar coating it. Ariana Grande shares PDA with backup dancer while going on a donut licking <laughs> spree <laughs> and declaring she hates America. Daily Mail's piece read, 
Donuts are meant to be sweet, but the ice treat had this pop star acting anything but sweet. Ariana Grande may be regretting having a sweet tooth after video has emerged <laughs> revealing she not only has a new man in her life, but also her less than sanitary approach to donuts and a foul-mouthed rant about Americans. I want to pause on something very quickly because I wonder... When you think about how this footage got out into the world, I don't think any of the people in this shop knew that she licked the donut at the time. Mm. What I suspect might have happened is Ariana Grande walked into a donut shop and was served and ate a donut and left. And the people who worked there thought, oh, my God, Ariana Grande came into the shop. Let's get the footage. We need to prove this to to our loved ones. And she's licking a donut (laughs) in the centre of the footage. You better believe. I mean, we have security cameras in our office. Of course we do. If a celebrity came in and I wasn't expecting it, I would be wanting to look back at that footage and remember it. I'm hoping the donut owners got a fair bit of money out of TMZ. Well, (laughs) yeah, exactly. Now, Ali Jones wrote for Defamer, Gawker's now defunct gossip website at the time. At the end of the video, a hardworking employee, then unaware of Ariana's deceitful and truly psychotic deeds. That's a bit overblown. (laughs) I know, offers her a fresh tray of donuts straight from the donut mines. To which she responds, what the fuck is that? I hate Americans. I hate America. Everyone stand back because Satan himself is working through this tiny but clearly menacing pop star. We wanted to include that because this was the tone. People were, I mean, albeit I'm sure some of this was tongue in cheek, but this Mm. was the tone generally. People were mad. People were so mad. To make matters more annoying for the donut shop owners, this video went so viral that actually some local health inspectors caught notice of it. After all, it wasn't exactly sanitary to keep donuts out in the open air exposed to customers on counters. And because of that, the donut shop's health rating was reduced from A to a B because they, and I quote, failed to keep food separated and protected from contamination. I mean, it's two-pronged. I do feel bad for them because the story blew up, but also how else does the video get out if not for them leaking it? Also, they would have gotten customers. If I was in the area, I'd be like, I'm going to go to the Ariana Grande donut shop. I would probably go to the Ariana donut shop if I find myself (laughs) in Lake El whatever in California. (laughs) Now, it's clear that Ariana had to do some serious damage control here. And naturally, she actually focused on the criticism of her statement, I hate America, because as you say, there's a huge portion of the country that's going to really resent you for making a statement like this. The statement read, I am extremely proud to be an American and I've always made it clear that I love my country. What I said in a private moment with my friend who was buying donuts was taken out of context and I'm sorry for not using more discretion with my choice of words. As an advocate for healthy eating, and this is where the statement falls off a cliff, food is very important to me and I sometimes get upset about how freely we as Americans eat and consume things without giving any thought to the consequences it has on our health and society as a whole. Where are we going with this, Ariana? The fact that the United States has one of the highest child obesity rates in the world frustrates me. She went on. We need to do more to educate ourselves and our children about the dangers of overeating and the poison that we put into our bodies. We need to demand more from our food industry. However, I should have known better in how I expressed myself. And with my new responsibility to others as a public figure, I will be better. Let me once again apologise if I've offended anyone with my poor choice of words. What an interesting apology to begin by saying, I'm so sorry I said that. I said it. Because all of the fat phobia that I hold. <laughs> I'm so confused. It's like, oh, my God, I don't hate the country. I hate I'm just deeply <laughs> fat phobic. I hate fat people. That's what it sounds like, doesn't it? It's like I don't know who advised her to make this statement, 
But this just has got to be one of the, the worst. worst PR decisions I've seen. Like, I cannot believe you were like, don't look here, look over here. And I would say, I would say that this is a million times worse. The reception to this statement was naturally not great. CNN called it an apology of sorts and pointed out that instead of actually apologising, Ariana just said she felt very <laughs> upset about America's food habits. ABC News, meanwhile, pointed out that she never mentioned the actual licking of the donut. Others naturally accused her of fat shaming. Billboard, meanwhile, spoke to a PR expert called Howard Bragman who called her statement pathetic. So <laughs> so bad. It wasn't, I mean, a, an apology and a statement is meant to sort of end the story. This, this fueled it. A hundred percent. Around this time, it was announced that Ariana was pulling out of the 2015 Major League Baseball All-Star concert that was due to take place on the upcoming weekend. Her reps claimed, and she claimed herself actually, that she was actually getting wisdom tooth surgery. But TMZ did allege that this was purely because of the backlash to her fat shaming and to her donut licking. So after the apology, Ariana had to apologize again. This time she apologized in a black and white YouTube video that has since been deleted from her channel. In the video, she has noticeably swollen cheeks from the wisdom teeth surgery, which I feel like is the pierced, like the the cherry on the cake. To what be did like, you want to say? I wanted to say pierced, pierced and resistant. <laughs> <laughs> well it's done. Like the time I tried to say voici and uh, I said voici. Voici. Um, <laughs> yes, I agree with you, and it makes me wonder. I believe she pulled out of the major league basketball because of this controversy but I wouldn't be surprised if, if she, she moved up her if she moved teeth. up her wisdom teeth she's Ariana Grande I'm sure she can get her wisdom teeth pulled out 100%. if she wants to I mean this whole scandal is fascinating because I had completely forgotten about it truthfully I don't think it was actually on my radar much when it happened mm. so I would say it hasn't had a huge effect on her career no I think so and I think a lot of that was from this second YouTube clip we're going to play you a very quick snippet so you can sense the tone Seeing a video of yourself behaving poorly that you have no idea was taken is such a rude awakening. It's like you don't know what to do. I, I was so disgusted with myself. I wanted, I like shoved my face in a pillow and wanted to disappear. But instead of that, I'm going to come forward and say, I'm sorry. Look, that was like a complete 180. On the yeah. first time that she tried. I think the only reason this didn't affect her was because she got the second apology right. Why do people just get the first <laughs> apology right? It's not because I hate Americans. It's because I hate all the yucky food we're eating. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it turns out, by the way, that Ricky, the backup dancer, and Ariana were a pretty solid couple. In May 2016, nearly a year after the donut licking incident where they were first linked, Ariana's friend and collaborator, Victoria Monet, shared that a track on Ariana's new album, the album Dangerous Woman, was inspired by Ricky. That track is called Moonlight. Victoria told Us Weekly at the time, Moonlight, that's what Ricky called her one night. I think it was after their first kiss. He wanted to kiss her for a long time and she was really impressed. He's such a gentleman and the song is a great little bookmark of the start of their relationship. When she says he wanted to kiss her for a long time, is it a euphemism that she was really impressed? I don't know. That's a good point. Also, I love that we set this up as he stuck around because we're about to tell you that then he didn't because just over a year, a year together, Ariana and Ricky broke up. Zara, as per E! News at the time, they were done. A source told them she broke up with him. He didn't cheat or anything. They just found it difficult to make it work. They're still friends, though. 
Yes, exactly right. So as I mentioned, this was the time that Dangerous Woman, her album, came out. This album included the singles Dangerous Woman, Side to Side and Into You, some of Ariana's biggest hits to date. They were massive. Massive. The album was nominated for two Grammys and it was around this time that Dangerous Woman was released that Ariana set to work on her next album. She tapped producer Pharrell for the project, feeling inspired to elevate her music. Mm, And her new music with Pharrell would take her to even loftier heights. But we're going to get to that in time. Zara, we're also going to get around to talking about one of the biggest loves of Ariana's life to date, Mac Miller. But we're going to do all of that on the next episode of Scandal. That's exactly right, Michelle. If you actually want to listen to that right now, though, you can. You can subscribe to Shay Moore and listen to all three episodes at once so you don't have to wait. You can subscribe on Apple or Spotify. A big, big thank you, as always, to our amazing researcher, Eilish Gilligan, and our audio editor, Annabelle Lee. What about Loy? Anything else you want to add, Michelle? <laughs> no, just if any Janoskians are listening. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome. All right, guys, we will be back in your ears on Thursday for another wrap in the week that was in pop culture. Bye. Shameless Media. This podcast was recorded on Wurundjeri land. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land.